Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a gopowercat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to gopowercat.com's Powercat Insiders podcast, presented by Commerce Bank, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to another edition of the PowerCat Insiders podcast brought to you by Commerce Bank. Tim Fitzgerald, Matt Walters, Ryan Black, and today sitting in for Kellis Robinette, who's on daddy duty. It seems like Manhattan schools have a lot of Mondays off. Hmm, I wish I'd gone to Manhattan schools. But we get Riley Gates. Woo! That was about all the excitement we could muster right there. And it was from Riley. You got a cold or what? Yeah, you know, we made fun of catfish last week for being out sick. And then about uh, Wednesday, enemies, catfish? Wednesday, I started feeling a little down. It's never been bad, but I got that great voice right now. It does, yeah, it actually you makes do? your voice sound better. To be I know. Honest. <laughs> I wish I had. Well, I mean, just voice. for the, this purposes, you, I don't mean just. You it heard sounds, that right? Uh, it sounds sorry. tired. <laughs> yeah, screw you, catfish. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, it uh, it never got really bad. It's just been a hacking cough trying to get out of me. But it's a cold and flu season. I think I speak for the whole platoon when I say, we "Should all be better rested." Platoon. That's a great word. Yeah, sure. see, I think even your appendix bursting was a sign of, hey, football season's over. I can do this now. <laughs> I'm just glad it didn't happen in Memphis. Mm. Yeah, that would have been a disaster. That would have, yeah, that would have stunk. Yeah, based on what I had, you could have become Memphis Barbecue. <laughs> no, you could have gone to St. Jude's. Did you know that your appendix <laughs> can have a stone in it? I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Mine did. Yeah, I was about to say, did like yours? Kidney stone. Okay, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Ever... It's painful as what it is. Yep. Well, no, but he was asking specifically about the stone thing. That's fair. That's... Was that part painful? I didn't know there was one in oh, it, okay. but the, the, the rupturing part of it in the next two to three days was, yeah, not a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Glad you're with us. I'd rather the doctors here work on me. No offense, but I didn't want the doctors in Memphis, so really glad it happened here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Happy New Year. Yeah. Here we go. Ice is melting. Will the ice melt for Kansas State basketball? We'll get into that and a lot more here on the Insiders Podcast brought to you by Commerce. Which has the technology and the people to help with whatever financial challenges come your way. Commerce Bank, challenge accepted. Yeah, Ryan, I wish I could figure out how to keep my voice right here in this register. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that episode of Friends where Phoebe gets sick. She has a really good singing voice, and then she tries to get herself sick again. And, yeah. It's not a good idea, so I suggest once you're feeling better, you don't try to keep your voice like that. No. You're, you're a Friends guy? I like Friends. Because, you know, it's funny you bring this up. He's kind of I'm the gonna... Ross of the office. Well, it's just that, that <laughs> I was telling, I've told a couple people this, is that at least when I was in college, uh, that seemed to be the most popular show just for for girls who were in college at that time was that you know that would be 
the show that everyone had to watch was Friends. I've actually never seen an episode of it. Never? Not not one. Hmm. Sorry to say they took it off Netflix. So yeah, I think buy, I remember you tweeting about that. Buy some DVDs now. That's too bad. Now everyone knows what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> Has it helped you pick up chicks? That you can <laughs> sit no, there and my... talk. Because isn't that a thing about Friends? Like every episode's called the one with the blank. Yep. So what was this episode called? The one with her voice or something? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't know it that well. All right. Remember, Fitz called him the Ross of the Office. <laughs> ah. Well, he ah. The well, wait, but see, no, but I wouldn't know what that meant. No, oh, that's true. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. That's Just watch true. TBS. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of playing like Ross on the basketball court, the Kansas State basketball team went to Texas and lost 64 to 50. I'm wearing my glasses and I can't read this box score. Can can a cold throw your eyesight off? I don't know. Are you you sure don't have very good eyesight anyways. There my glasses. Okay. Man, guys, it was a good game for one half. No wonder I can't read anything. That's the women's box score. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I'm a mess. What, what do you want to know? We well, can read the, it. the first half was good. I mean, Kansas State, everyone, by Kansas fine. State standards, it was good. They were in the game. They were competing. And then all hell broke loose in the start of the second half. And they couldn't make shots. They couldn't stop Texas. Guys, Texas is bad. And they won by 14 points. They were hit by, what, almost 20? Did they get mm-hmm. up by 20? Mm-hmm. Got close. How bad is this? Well, I guess it depends on how much of an excuse do you give them for the travel stuff at all. I don't know. None. I, I don't because Bruce didn't lean on it. Okay. He he straight up said it. He's like, you know, you can you can bring it up, but we've had to do it before. He mentioned they did it in Rome or something like that. Oh so. yeah, I remember him saying that. Like, so I mean, it when in Rome. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't great, but I also don't think that they would have lost by two points or won the game had they been there a day earlier. Or okay. Whatever. I just didn't know That's if you guys gave that any credence at all it's really bad for me because you start 0 three and now you're facing the toughest three game stretch of your schedule i guess if this had been a really good team and they went down there and played like that i might believe that fair but i can't sit here and say that if they had had no travel issues would they have lost by less than 14 points right it's just it's just not good right now it's it's pretty basic they can't score i don't care what level of basketball you're playing at if you don't have guys that can put the basket ball in the basket, you're going to be in trouble, and that's where it's an offensively tech. challenged team. And you know, again, you look at—it's one of those games where McCall's on the floor for ten minutes, and he did not give Kansas State a, a lot of help. Stockard winds up coming off the bench and playing about twenty-nine and a half minutes. Dejuan Gordon doesn't start; he plays about twenty-seven and a half minutes, and his effort. I think his effort is ramped up defensively. He's he's not a gifted scorer right now, and it's just, I don't know, one step forward, two steps back. They do some good things, but they just can't do it for extended <clears throat> periods of time. This is not a team that's blessed with a great three-point shooter. It's not blessed with a great guy inside. Xavier's trying to carry the load, and it's not going well for him. I mean, he only when Xavier Sneed scores five points, in any game, the rest of the way, yeah. odds are Kansas State's probably not going to win that game. Your two guys you wanted to lean on with scoring went 7 of 24, including X scoring 1 of 8, 1 of 5 from 3. Oof. It's amazing to me. Let's see, 13, what did I say, 24. The rest of the team was 13 of 30. Not great, but Okay. It's okay. It's pushing 50%. Not quite there. I mean, it's just frustrating to watch. It's the upperclassmen. I mean, well, I mean, you throw in Mac, he was one of three. 
So I bet you if you looked at everyone else, they were at 50% then. Those are your three guys you thought you had. You knew what you had. You knew what those three were, and they're not that at all. Not even close. Not even close. Should we just spend the next 10 minutes of the segment with dead air as we search for explanations? We can just sit here and make sounds like, um, hmm. That's the thing. I don't. There, that's, here's what I'm getting at. There's something more at work here. Uh, there's just got to be something going on. Mac doesn't look the same physically or mentally. He just doesn't look checked in. He doesn't look as um, athletic as he has in the past, as big as he has in the past. And I mean that in a positive way. Meaning there's just clearly something going on with this team that is unspoken of outside that locker room. Something's up. Something's definitely up. And it's just it's maddening to know that that this team has has, like you said, you know what they had coming into it, and then those guys aren't making those plays. And then the guys that you have to the, the fact that Bruce Weber comes on the radio and says that the the true freshman is the leader and he doesn't know if the older guys would like that. I don't – look, a few people said you can kind of read into that quote a different way if you want to take it a positive way or a negative way. I took it a negative way. You should be all – they should be all about that. If, the, if a freshman's stepping up and he says, I want to lead, I want to be the guy in charge here, then it should push the upperclassmen to be better. Not, well, we don't like, we don't like the fact that a freshman's taking our team over. I, I would say, because I know it seems like we've discussed this so many times, I mean, the – the stuff with Mac is just it's bizarre. Uh, you know, I think we've discussed a couple times. I'm not sure I've ever seen a player take this big a step back, <laughs> it, you know, from junior to senior season in, in any sport that I, that I can ever recall. Uh, but then, I'll be honest, I didn't foresee the, the issues with Cardi that, that we seem to constantly hear about via Bruce's, you know, basically calling him out in a lot of press conferences. I, I guess I just – I really thought – that he was going to step up and be a very consistent leader. And I'm not sure exactly why that hasn't happened. I, I don't know. Uh, because personally, I'm a big fan of, of Cardi. And so I, I guess I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, I think it's what you guys are kind of referring to. is There's just some weird stuff going on within the confines of this team right now. Matt, can it be fixed? By when? <laughs> I, didn't, I mean – what I guess that's a good question. What is the measurement of progress and fixing and those type of things? Is I mean, I, I think that I was actually – I see what you were talking about the days Juan Gordon comment by Bruce. I see it as a negative in the fact that a freshman has to become a vocal leader in practice. I see it as a big negative that the seniors push back. I know as a senior, you don't want some punk freshman coming in and telling you what to do, but – if there's a void on a team, you'd think these guys have enough team concept here. So let me let me bring a different branch off of that okay. topic of Dejuan Gordon being becoming a leader on this team. Is Dejuan Gordon becoming a leader verbally, or is he becoming a leader by his play? Because at the defensive end of the floor, the guy gets after it, it more so than anybody else. It's yep. amazing. So part of me thinks that the – Dejuan Gordon becoming a leader is more by what he's doing as opposed to what he's saying. Because I don't know that he's the most vocal guy well, in the world. Bruce's comment, it sounded like 
He's demanding things of. He's probably getting there. Yeah, yeah. I would say he's. Pro- we're not in practice, obviously. I would say he's probably very vocal in practice. Let's be honest. When I played basketball, I was barely in practice. <laughs> <laughs> now I think for down the road, in terms of the by when response to your question, if you're looking down the road to next year, which I know it's early or mid January, and that's hard to do, that's going to be a really good thing. But I agree. It, I I don't know. I don't know how many of these fixable things you can actually fix this year. It's just it may be one of those years. I don't I don't know if it's more like I, I'm tending to lean more that it's not something that is a quote unquote fixable problem. I think this is the problem that we've been outlining for years, not years. Most of last year, a little bit of the year before that was. We all saw this coming. We all saw the type of players they had after Dean, Barry, and Cam left, and we were all accepting of it. And this is where the fan base kind of split a little bit. People were accused of being too negative about recruiting, things like that. We've known for a while that some of these players just aren't that guy. We've known that Cartier Jada is not a true point guard, but the pressure was taken off of him with Kamal Stokes on the roster last year. And I just I think things like that, uh, McCall Maywean doesn't have Dean Wade to lean on, so then all the pressure's on him down low. I don't know how many of those problems are fixable. I, I tend to lean more in the fact that some of those are just kind of the type of player they are, and maybe they're not starting Big 12 point guards and, and shooting guards and things like that. And that's just kind of the hand you're dealt right now. And that's why I'm not shocked that they went down to Texas and lost by 14. And I'm not shocked by what whatever will happen on Tuesday because – this is just what we've come to expect. I mean, if you're not coming to expect that by now with this team, I'm, it's just kind of where they're at. When you think about K-State football this past year with a new coaching staff and a team that didn't have the talent, let's say, that everybody else did, we all said the margin for error for the football team was pretty small. Yeah. Well, it's razor thin for this team. Right. I mean, they literally have to play close to perfect to – be in some of these games and to have a shot. I mean, when, do you look at Baylor over the weekend or last week yeah. going to Lubbock and going to Lawrence? It's a pretty impressive week. I mean, they Kansas State has to shoot a well. Turnovers have to be down. Um, high assist totals. I mean, in the game Saturday, they didn't even reach double digits. They had nine assists in the ball game. Five from one guy. Five from one dude. And it's a case of this team's got to have five or six guys dialed in every night to have a chance. They can't. And right now they've got maybe one guy, one or two guys dialed in per game. Can you imagine where this team would be if if Xavier Sneed hadn't withdrawn from the NBA draft stuff? You'd be seeing, would it be much worse? How many games has he won? But I'm saying he's at least, you know, oh, he helps. Game, Don't the get most me wrong. consistent score at least. Yeah. It's frightening. Can I backtrack again for just mm-hmm. a moment? Sure, keep With going everything back. that's been said, what you just said, Catfish, and what you just said, Riley, what's this team's record right now? Seven and eight. Seven and eight, yeah. Six of the losses are by six points or less. That's incredible. So if this team tightens up just a couple of screws – Maybe they're ten and five. Maybe they're eleven and four. Yeah, but that shows you how how fragile. Well, when I say fragile, 
just how much this team's got to be on the same page every time they step on the floor because if they're not, they're not going to win games. And that is something that needs to be said, and I'm glad you brought it up, is this that it's not as if – okay, Saturday was more of an outlier than anything else in terms of the right. other losses they have had this year outside of Bradley have been very close losses. You know, things that – uh, you know, just if they hadn't collapsed at Oklahoma in the last 345, I mean, they're up by seven and lose by, lose by six. And so it's just there are so many games you go back to this year and, and you just look at if just a couple of possessions had gone differently. Like I said, K-State would be at least, you'd say, three games over 500, if not better. Well, I think that's the frustrating part about being so close to three or four more wins is that the closeness hasn't been like, oh, man, we, we had a shot there and it just didn't fall or – um, we got we got a tough officiating call down this. The the frustrating part of it is that you had those score the scoreless possession at Oklahoma, and you went eight minutes without a point against Texas. It's so yes, you are certainly right there, and I agree they could be three four wins better. It's how those close yeah. losses happen that just makes you bang your head against a wall. And there've been enough of them so far through fifteen games. You don't know that they can get it turned around. I mean, you you have to understand your role. You have to understand what's expected of you. What's a good shot? What's a bad shot? What's a good pass? What's a bad pass? And that's where all these little things have cropped up and why this team is 7-8 and eight right well, now. I mean, I would say, I mean, not that all losses aren't frustrating to an extent, but the three that would be the most is, you know, Pittsburgh, Mississippi State, Oklahoma, all three of those, they have 10-point leads at some point during the game, and they still lose. You know, the one of the things that – Bill Snyder always did, almost always did, that I see in Bruce is he gives his team a chance to win. We're, we're going to manipulate this game in a way that in the final four minutes or you know the second half, the fourth quarter of your football, we're going to be within striking distance, if not in the lead. And that's what Bruce does. He that's gives what, them an opportunity to be in the game by the way he's taught this team to defend. People that's what they're supposed to do. Right. People don't typically pull away from Kansas State because the defense is so good. The defense was still fairly good at Texas. I mean, holding a team to 64 points should be an attainable score by you, by any offensive standards. But for this team, it's not realistic. They're constantly hovering around the 50-60 to 60 barrier. Um, well, this was an uncharacteristically bad defensive game for them, though. I mean, we see right. Texas shoots 49% overall and right at 50% both halves. They limit possessions. Yeah. They do the things you need to do to let your team be in the game. But, you know, when Kansas State just can't put the ball in the hole, I mean, they ended up shooting 37% from the field, 30% in the second half. And Texas had 10 threes, so it was, yeah. it was falling for them. Oh, it was. They were just wolfing up threes at, at the buzzer. That constantly. one at the end of the half yeah. was brutal. It was yeah. brutal three. What, made three of them the first three possessions of the game? Yep. Yeah, you can just go back and look at a handful of moments in the game because there was another buzzer beater on the shot clock in the second half that was enormous. And we're talking now 15 points, just the ones we pointed out. So you got to have some fortune. Unfortunately for this team, they're not a good enough shooting team to have that kind of fortune from three-point range. I mean, they're just not going to hit a bunch of those. They're just not skilled enough. Well, uh, if you're looking for a quick cure, it may not come this week. Texas Tech on Tuesday, West Virginia on Saturday, both inside of the octagon of gloom. Um, That's what's probably most frightening about this 0-3 start is they haven't run into the big four, so to speak. TCU might be trying to elbow their way into a big five, but two of them are in this week. This is huge, and I... 
being 0-5 is just unthinkable, but it's facing them. Can they steal one of these, and how important would it be? Could it really change the fortune of this team, knowing that they could beat one of those four teams? If they're going to steal one, it's Tuesday. Yeah, I agree. They're not going to beat West Virginia. No, no they're just, just, Oscar DeShibway is going to have maybe a triple double. <laughs> I don't know. I'm half joking. I'm half serious. That guy's insane. I bet he can get a twenty twenty. 20 point twenty rebound. Really close. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I don't know how they're going to defend that front line. They won't. The physical nature of West Virginia is going to be the the key for this difficult. Texas Tech game is the fact that it's as we know two defensive teams going at it. Chris Beard still is a top twenty in defensive efficiency right now. I just I'm just just doing that research. I don't know what K State is. They might be close. I don't know, but. Uh, when you put two defensive head coaches together, it's going to be close. I mean, I think that's why K-State and Texas Tech battled so hard in last year's game. I mean, I thought Texas Tech was a significantly better team last year, but K-State you know, obviously found a way to um, fight them hard all the time. And so I think that, that if you can kind of muddy it up, you know, you, you force Texas Tech to miss some shots because you're not going to outscore them. You know, it's not going to be a shootout. So, if you can get in there and play really good defense, then maybe you have a chance. But like I said, if it's if they're going to win one of the next three, because KU's next week, it's going to be this one against Texas Tech. Oh Lord, I forgot about that. Well, by nature, Kansas State muddies it up. That's how they play. Uh, they focus on defense, and they kind of are in scramble mode on the offensive end of the floor. It's a huge week for Kansas State basketball. The Wildcats are 7-8 and eight on the season, 0-3 in Big 12 play with two home games this week. Hopefully people can get out to Bramlage Coliseum and support the team. Um, they just need they need one. They just desperately, desperately need one. Well, let's take a little break right now on the Insiders Podcast. On the other side, we're going to touch on the women's team and get into some other things as we try to change the topic from what has turned out to be a rather depressing Kansas State basketball season. We're sponsored by Commerce Bank, and we will be right back. Stay locked in. The PowerCat Podcast will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. We now send it back to Fitz in the WTC Gig Powered Studios. 
Welcome back to the PowerCat Insiders Podcast, sponsored by Commerce Bank. We just spent 20 minutes talking about the men's basketball team, and I think we solved it. It's all solved. They can score more points than their opponents. Yes. We got we got to boil down to that. Let's stick with basketball, though, guys, as the women's basketball team went to Lubbock on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And got yes, a that was also win. Saturday, yeah. earlier in the day. That's right. 76-72, a huge win on the road for the women's team. That dropped Texas Tech to 12 and 12 and two and lifted the women, K State women, to seven and six. They also have had their struggles this year with injuries and et cetera. But what they do have is two really good players on the front line: Peyton Williams and Akoya Lee. Aoka. Aoka. I got my K and my Y backwards. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't even just a mispronunciation. I think you had a little moment of dyslexia. I there. did. Aoka Lee. Wow, man. I just I totally looked at that and did my brain went backwards. They combined for forty one and seventeen. Forty one points between them, twenty one for Williams, twenty for Lee, and then eight and nine rebounds. They're both averaging double doubles right it's now. It's pretty impressive. It Only duo in the country, yep. I believe. That's correct. That's yeah, that in last week they were. They're solid. That is a good win. Texas Tech is vastly better. Their their roster, the Lady Raiders roster, looks dramatically different than it did a year ago, and that's kind of been the case down there for a while now. But, um, you know, Kansas State struggled at home against West Virginia, which West Virginia's got one of the best players in the league in Tiny Smarton. But to go down and get that one, uh, very good win for the women. And K-State's got to get the, the points from – both Lee and, and Williams, and then if they can get some points now from the perimeter with Rachel Ranke being hurt now for the year, if, if Chrissy Carr can start shooting it better, and she struggled of late, the, the team's going to be all right. They're not going to maybe endure some of the difficulties that the men are, but they've got a great one-two tandem inside. This is monkey off the back, honestly. Yeah, yeah. it is. That they were, I mean, they were preseason number five in the conference, and they had not looked anywhere near number five in the conference to point. And, nope. Um, very disappointing. And, and even before Rachel got hurt, they were still not looking very good. And so um, this was a big one, I think. It gets you that confidence. And, and we saw that with this team last year. Um, you know, I think it was like February or something. They rattle off eight of the last nine or whatever whatever the the winning streak down the stretch was and so it's all about confidence with a team like this um and and i think matt said it said it best it's kind of revolves around chrissy carr for me because if you if you've watched the team at all i mean you know you're going to get productive games from peyton williams and, and aoka lee a lot but you gotta have somebody hitting that outside shot to open that up down low and she's been she's been rather disappointing this year, honestly. I mean, yeah. five star recruiting in her second year and she she's needed to step up. Um and so if she can start knocking out some shots, I'd I'd feel really good about where this team's headed. But uh um so that that that's my alarm right now, but it's definitely a big win for them. Yeah, I, for, I forgot the exact stat that you're referring to from last year, Riley. Like it's either eight of nine or nine of ten, and basically it was the two losses in that stretch were both to Baylor. Uh, yeah. Once here at home, and then once uh, in, in the Big Twelve tournament, I, guess, I think it was the semifinals that they lost to Baylor. Um, and the thing that I, you know, I've talked about with uh, Greg Woods and my now former writer Sean <laughs> Collins, who's now covering video games. So kids who are listening to this, you can yeah, get a career covering video games. The world's changing, Matt. For the Dallas Morning News, but it's just that Riley. I keep thinking back on if this team had had Lee last year. I mean, they still wouldn't have beat Baylor, but they would have been, I think, solidly number two. Because Goth, you know, Goth was just so consistent every well, game. Well, that's I'm glad you say her name, Catfish, because who? Kayla Goth or Lee? Yeah, Kayla Goth, because <laughs> oh. that's where, with Ranky now being out for the year, 
what Angela Harris does is going to determine yeah. what this team does. Now, in the first couple of Big 12 games, she's been in double figures. She's taking more shots. She's not She's not Kayla Goth. But when if she can take more ownership and be what you expect from a point guard the rest of the way, then this team's going to be better. You look at her line score from line. Tech, 7 of 12 from the field. She only hit one three. She's not a great three-point shooter. She can get to the line a little bit, but she had six assists and three steals in the game. One turnover. And she played 33 minutes. So if she, if she produces, maybe that makes up a little bit for Chrissy Carr, but now, I think that the light came on here in this stretch where they only have to deal with basketball and no no classwork. I think she understands what she needs to be now for this team. Well, things have just shifted for me because I came into the season thinking, okay, well, Kayla Goth's gone. Uh, and, and so last year it had been her and, and Peyton Williams. And then it was like from there, who could they get production from, be it Ranky, Christiana Carr, whoever it may be. And now it's shifted. So, well, Peyton's still there, but now it's like Lee is the other one you count on. And now it's, you know, is it going to be Chrissy Carr? Who's, who's Like I said, I, I just think expectations have, have shifted for her in terms of uh, – I mean, they've got to be super high when she's, I mean, right, the most highly regarded player they've ever signed. Chrissy? Yeah, yeah, in the history of the program. And like I said, she's had some bright spots here and there, but she certainly has not been producing at the level you expect given Correct. what she came in as. And I'm not saying she still can't get there, but I'm saying that they, if, if they want to still finish fifth in, in you know, or better that, She's going to have to step up, or like you said, Harris or somebody's going to have to start being consistent to help out the two, the two forwards. They need to beat people they're supposed to be, yeah. and then steal one or two from those above them. And that's why this week is big. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it here. You know, they got Oklahoma State on on Wednesday in Bramlage, and that's, I mean, Oklahoma just as good, if not better, than Oklahoma State. I mean, probably better than Oklahoma State. They should be. Oklahoma State should have beaten Oklahoma last week. They got beat at the buzzer. They got routed by. Baylor yesterday, mm-hmm. Oklahoma beat Iowa State. Iowa State's down. I mean, the, the trust me, and I know you guys know this. It is Baylor, and then it is a long ways between them and number two. Any team that wins at UConn has proven nationally that they're they are the team now. As, the as team? if the national championship yeah. last year wasn't enough right. beating UConn. Yeah, but you know it's it. weird, and then yeah. in the women's well, world, well, uh, I, winning at UConn I, just unheard. Well, I, I didn't even know until I saw it last night when I was watching ESPN. But I didn't know Notre Dame's not even ranked. No, they're right terrible. They're like, terrible. Man, they're, like, that's shocking. They're having the kind of year like you know the K State men are. They're just they're struggling. In Texas, Texas's women are okay. Oh, I think you mentioned. I think West Virginia is probably number two. In West the Virginia, right they're now, they're probably going to be, be the runner-up. This is the PowerCat Insiders podcast. We're sponsored by Commerce Bank. Whatever financial challenges come your way, Commerce Bank can help. Commerce Bank challenge accepted. Yeah, Matt. Uh, apparently, eSports is now sports, and so his former sports writer has moved on to the Dallas Morning News. A move that doesn't happen very often in the world of sports. The Manhattan Mercury to the Dallas Morning News uh, to cover <laughs> well, well, th- th- Thank you for reminding me of this. Was, was well, Sean it's, just, it's just unheard of. Well, it's, it is uh, it's wild. I, I mean, I'm happy for him. I mean, it's not fun being the only person full-time in the sports section right now, but I mean, it's what he wanted to do, and so I'm going to be interested to see how... Because, I mean, guys... Uh, uh, I don't know, Riley, how different you are in this regard, but I, I don't follow video games or really play them at all. 
I, so. I play them. I don't. I didn't. So when we talk about esports, are these sports based video games or anything? I think it, it's more it's, like the, the. It's anything. People do like Madden tournaments every now and then for money, but for the most part, esports <laughs> is like. That League of Legends. Yeah, and, and, Fortnite uh, got Fortnite, there for a while. Uh, what's the one that was really popular a decade ago? World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. Those I mean, kind of things. Like where there's is Sean, these... Was Sean big into video games? I mean, he didn't talk about it, but he... he Interesting. Know, he I didn't know that. Has like him. some kind of Twitch account. and I hope that's not one of the bad ones. That, no. That's not one of the... No, Twitch is gaming here, right? Okay, good. So he has like Under an account. My head, where... I don't know. How would I know that if you don't know that? I don't know. I just scared myself. I just you bought a PlayStation. Me. I know. I just bought a PlayStation Three yesterday, so I could play NCAA. Wow, you're going up in the world. <laughs> up to go back to go up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but guys, you know what's funny though is that I saw an article, and this was been months ago, and I was joking about it with Sean, is that in this most recent national champion or world championship of video games, <laughs> they had like a tie for first place. And the guy who tied was 23, and he's like, and I'm really glad to be representing the old guys here. So like, <laughs> it's like all the best players are like 18 and younger. So Oof. once you get to your 20s, you're like washed. Oof. It's a great world. In, in professional video games. But in like the first prize thing was like $250,000. I'm going to ask this sincerely. Why? What? Why? I don't know. Why? Why if, what? If Matt Walters at... <laughs> Above 35, decided to become a gaming guy and got on there and played and played and played and played and played and played. Is his reaction time really that much worse than an 18-year-old's? I just don't know enough about it to even tell you. I couldn't even I, – I don't even know. I, I just know nothing. I know here nothing is, about esports. Here's my great conspiracy theory, that this e-world that's been created is preparing for the world's most amazing military – in which you actually don't fight drones or yeah, I mean we're already kind of going to whatever, that, like you said, to and, an extent, and with a bunch of eighteen to twenty-three year olds sit in rooms and wage war, unmanned warfare. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're saying is going to happen with the trucking industry. You're going to have someone sitting in an office and they're going to be driving the truck, and then all that happens is that you unload it. Like that'll be the only real people involved in. No, trucking. I don't want to see that. They'll figure. I, I don't want those trucks on the road with me. I know that. Well, I mean, when people can hack into the most sophisticated, you know, exactly. government systems in the world, all it needs is one person to get in there and cause havoc on the highways. Well, you just hack a truck and you've got a bunch of new TVs downloaded. It's going to be a whole new world. Matt, let's get into that. Modern mafia. We'll just we'll, we'll hire what? hackers, and instead of like hijacking the trucks, we'll actually just steal the trucks via the internet. I'm or, good. Where did this podcast go? Off the rails. I, <laughs> Do you well, have a rant? Catfish. I'm trying to conserve my voice after a down last oh, week. Oh I would just God. say, a, how about how about his Ryan's uh, uh, Princess Catfish? Well, just like he's he's thankful for modern medicine. There you go. What all what all do you go? What's your go to drugs? My go to <laughs> drugs. I'm a, I'm a real ibuprofen guy. Thank God we run this show and we can say what we want. I don't know. I might I might toss an antihistamine if I'm feeling really frisky. <laughs> I was just disappointed you weren't here last week because you posted uh, that you were upset about pets being in hotels and waking you up. And so I thought that would be a this great This dog great would rant. just not stop barking, guys. Where was this at? This was at, in Oklahoma City. Oh. Because you know, I flew from 
So this this was my itinerary after the game, by the way. So yeah, I've like, been wanting to figure this out, by the way. Please explain. Yeah. This. Okay. Well. Okay. 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 So the day after the game, I go to Graceland, which was great. Thank you really much. enjoyed it. Uh, then I went back home for a few more days. So that's a seven-hour drive back to Georgia. Spent a few more days with family, and then went to Atlanta and flew to Atlanta from or flew from Atlanta to Oklahoma City, okay. and then got a one-way rental to drive back here. And you flew from Saint, the St. Louis game in basketball. You flew to Atlanta, yep. and then drove to the Liberty Bowl. Correct. Okay. Yep. I was having a lot of trouble tracking your travel here because so I didn't know you went back. Where was your car back. during this time? What? Which car? Yeah, you you went from Kansas City. What what car did oh, you? Oh yeah, Kansas I rode City? I rode with Greg Woods. Oh. Okay, so your car yeah, was and then I, I just took a Uber. I took a shuttle from from Kansas City up to the airport. Nice. It's like only a dollar twenty five to ride on a bus. Really? From the center, like right up the street from the Sprint Center, I took a bus for a dollar twenty-five, and I'm like, "Are you sure this is all it costs?" He's like, "Yeah, it's just a dollar Did you like, notice how to uh, hijack it? Uh, well, they do have them behind one of those protective glasses, so uh, I mean, I would have had to really want to drive a bus badly. You're not that kind of guy. I'm not. Is it, wasn't that the plot of a movie uh, with Speed? It, Speed, yeah, with yeah. with the Keanu Reeves. It was, yeah. it was great. Great movie. There we go. We're pl- planning crimes here on the Insiders Podcast. The good news is, is after talking about the men's basketball team, not many people are listening right now, so nobody will be able to turn us in. Esports, though, guys. Wow. It's incredible. I remember back in the day I proposed to uh, a boss that we do uh, a simulated season for Kansas State football off I came or what platform. It wasn't E. It was before E. Um, and he said, that's silly. Now, it is a sport. It's not just like part of coverage simulating games, which is pretty common now. Colleges have esports teams. That's crazy. Oh, but the thing about the dog. See, I mean, it's like, so I mean, I get into the hotel, guys. I mean, hold on. Let me. I get into the hotel at like, because, oh, by the way, the plane in, because da- it was Atlanta to Dallas and then Dallas to Oklahoma City, so I had a connecting flight. The the plane in Dallas took it was like an hour late. Oh, no, well, hold on. All right. So now I got a whole story. I guess that should have. I, and so, so I call because I knew I was going to be late to Oklahoma City. I call Enterprise and I'm like, "Hey, it says you guys close at midnight. My flight is not even going to get in until like 12:30. Is there going to be someone there? Oh, I shouldn't have said their name. My car rental place. If we can edit that out, <laughs> it's all right. And so I call this corporate company and to say, "Hey, I need to be able to get my car." And they're like, "Oh, don't worry, Mr. Black. Well, there'll be someone there because they knew that your flight was delayed." Well, it was one of those off, like the KCI one, or MCI, it's one of those off uh, the main, you have to take a shuttle to get to it. So, of course, I get there, and no one's there, and I'm extremely upset. And so then I call the corporate office back, and they're like, well, let's see what we can do for you, Mr. Black. Well, then the person from this company comes back in, and he's like, oh, I I was making sure I didn't leave anything, but I can get you into a car. So I appreciated that. But then I finally get to my hotel. That was hotel. very enterprising of you. Yeah, well, I finally get to my hotel, and I'm trying to go to sleep. Uh, and I do, but it's like I get, you know, so I, I guess I got there at like 2 a.m. or whatever to, to, to the hotel. And I, I sleep for like six hours where there's a dog in the room below me because I was on the second floor. And it's one of those little yappy rat dogs. That's what I call them. Like anything that's like this big, that's like bigger. An like, ankle biter. Yeah. It was just one of those. And, like, I kept waiting for it to shut up, and then I finally called downstairs and said, there are people trying to sleep. I don't dislike animals, but just they just need to be more respectful of other guests. And then the guy said, yeah, well, Mr. Black, I'll get back to you. And then uh, the woman took the dogs outside, which I, I appreciated. But I've just always – and, like, I don't want to make anybody mad on this podcast 
who listens to it, or even if you guys do. My thing is, if you have a dog that's smaller than a cat, then you don't really have a dog. Hot take. That's my hot take. It's like, get a real dog. I got real dogs. They're poodles. You know, it's like... And I'm not saying I want a, a St. Bernard, but I've just always said I want a, I want a Golden Retriever or a Lab. I think I got you three rants out of that. Oh, that it was least, like rant on rant. Well, it was but I didn't think the, 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 I didn't think the, the, the travel thing was really much of a rant. It was more of just explaining my, oh, my tenure. Ranted enterprise. It felt kind of ranty to me. Well, it was I, good. Did your car have a paper bag wrapped around it? Oh no, no. Okay, that was a good reference. The old, the old. Yeah, yeah. that's that was a good. Very good. I always laughed about how they could see out of those. Did you ever notice on the commercial like you could just not just the windshield? Yeah, it's wild. I think it was a Ford Thunderbird. Is what it looked like. The shape of the car, by the way. <laughs> we are way so far <laughs> done. In the weeds. Well, folks, hopefully Kansas State basketball can get a win this week. Heaven knows they need it. They just need something positive. It's kind of spiraling. It kind of feels like uh, a patient who has one thing go wrong, and then that sets off something else, and then something else, and it's uh, like a game of operation. I know it's just not. Saying? It's not good. It's and it's so frustrating to watch a team that isn't fully cohesive. It, there's just something going on. We may never know what it is. Fans still to this day don't know everything that went on with the Marcus Foster thing, but I don't think any of that's going on. I just think there's personality conflicts and and guys that envision things differently than other guys or maybe even other than the coaches, and it just isn't meshing very well. Very frustrating. But next week, after a K-State basketball victory, this Insiders podcast will be much more upbeat. Go bank at Commerce. Take all of your money and give it to Matt Walters. Have a great week. You've been listening to the PowerCat Insiders Podcast, presented by Commerce Bank. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.